All right, everybody, welcome back to Crit Hit Wild, the podcast. Uh, today, as your host, is Brandon, because Jared is, um, I don't know what he's doing, but he doesn't like us anymore, and he has abandoned us for his social life. Uh, joined today with me is Brad and Fred. How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing great. Just absolutely fabulous. Oh my God! Someone is taking my role. I am. I am triggered. Uh, I. I want to speak in Jared's defense. Jared is is still going to be here. He is just not able to be here for this recording. Brandon, trying to light up our boss. Doesn't mean he. Boss. Doesn't mean no. <laughs> He's, he's management. He That's true. He is management. He has, he has forever been management. That's why we have a union. Um, wait, am I still a part of the union if I'm taking over? Yeah, management? yeah, yeah. You're no. you're just you're no. just oh, like fill in for the day. No. You know, when the manager can't make it and someone has to be in charge, so they put one of the workers in charge. Okay. Yeah, you you will get no extra money, but you are held responsible for anything that goes wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, that sounds right. That's pretty much how the world works. Yep. Uh, oh, man. Well, everyone's doing pretty good. Um, news. we got some news going on. Um, we do have... We've got a lot of news. A lot of news going on. So we've got... A bunch of stuff released uh, this past week from AMG. A lot of Star Wars news, a lot of X-Wing news, and a decent amount of MCP news. Uh, we got some, we got some new characters to go over, uh, and a hopefully we get another character card this week for a model that they spoiled and gave a lot of information for, but. Um, so we've got Heimdall and the All-Seeing and Scourge the Executioner pack coming out. I believe that release day was set for the first week of July. Um, not the first, but like the 8th of July. And then um, also releasing with that is Malekith. Um, and that model is sweet. Uh, if you want to get a preview of that, we can. I'll, I'll pull it up on our YouTube channel. Um, when we review Heimdall the All-Seeing, and you guys can check that out. Uh, but that model is freaking awesome. Um, regardless of yeah, what you just... model, it's going to be worth just having. Yeah, can I just hop in here? That model is... I, I, I It is a centerpiece model. That is a model that you put down on the table, and you watch as your opponents go, Ooh, ah. Yeah. It is, I'm probably not it, buying it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the guy who buys like three uh, Quinjets is like, oh, I'm not gonna buy that. I bought one Quinjet. So yeah, but you have three Wolverines. That's true. No, I only have two, two right now. <laughs> I haven't bought the third one yet. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I I think that that is a model that I would love to buy. I, I I it would just be icing on the cake if it's great, but we don't know that yet. No, we do know that he's going to be a cabal leader. Which yes, hopefully better than the other two cabal leaders we have. So, that I mean, one and, of them's not bad. And I know Michael is excited because Michael's been playing cabal anyway, and he loves elves. Yeah, I mean, and cabal's got good models, right? Like, yeah, they just don't have good leaders. Like, I mean, like Mordo's good, Zemo's good. Uh, they've got two good two pointers and Bob Bullseye. Uh, Crossbones is dog shit. Um, Enchantress, Hood, both good. Uh, Killmonger, Kingpin, Loki, Modok, Magneto, all good models. Mr. Sinister's alright. Uh, then you have Mysterio, Mystique, Omega Red. I did not realize how big this roster was. Yeah, yeah it's ginormous. Ultron, Ultron. Sabretooth, Ultron. Not bad. Sabretooth, Ultron, Viper. All, yeah, I mean, like, they've got a good collective group of models. Uh, it's just yeah. like right now you have to take either Red Skull or Sid, uh, which are both fine, but Sid's probably better in Syndicate, uh, and Red Skull's just really not that good. Which is speaking of, of Red Skull, <laughs> speaking of Red Skull, the new Red Skull's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did uh... with a hy- new Hydra affiliation, right? Yeah. I think that that's what's happening. That the, that it is a new affiliation for that is Hydra, 
and and I think that this affiliation should just include all shield models also. Except that what doesn't make sense. No, and that's, that's not even that's only the, the MCU. Right. <laughs> Hydra, I, I've been kind of, I've waffled in the past when we've talked about a Hydra affiliation, and I, I just, I don't see it, I don't under, I, I mean, I guess it's just good, I don't know what's going to incorporate, I mean, what model, I mean, it's, it's all the old, it's all the bad guys from the 40s, it's the, uh, they're all, all the, the old new ones. yeah, oh, are the, there new ones? Yeah, there's, um, uh, Armin Zola. Zola. Hey guys, I want you yeah. to check out this game. There's Zola and whoever's in the pack with Zola. Oh yeah, Baron Strucker. You're right. So those are the ones Viper, out Sin, of right? course. Yeah. Um, and I think I like like the the Red Skull models fine. I like the Zola and Strucker models a lot. Yes. They are very good models. But I cannot find them anywhere. Yeah, and then uh, I can't think. Oh, Hydra Bob, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Bob, agent of Hydra. Yeah, uh, I can't think of anyone else we have in the game that I know is a Hydra member. But it means uh, others are probably one? coming. No, no, no affiliation. Uh, I'd love for them to put um, uh, Gorgon in the game. Because uh, I'd play him with my mutants, because he's a mutant. We, we should also talk about the uh, the folks that are coming out that are against Hydra. Because there the is... shield ones? Yep. Yeah, there's Nick Fury Sr. Yeah, uh, and it's Howling Commandos. Three models, one base... Presumably not grunts. <laughs> and also um, uh, the the original Human Torch, who is an android. This is uh, this was a huge news release that they've had this past week, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a lot of stuff to dig into. And the new and, Captain America, right? This is the old Captain America. Well, yeah, but a new Captain America model. Right, yes. <laughs> is it going to be Steve Rogers? Do we know? Yes, yeah. it should be. It... It's Steve Rogers from the 40s. Yeah. yeah. So, a lot of stuff going on. Um, a lot of cool stuff. I actually kind of forgot about most of that stuff. That's I just am always amazed at the Malekith model, because... <laughs> Every time I think about anything, I'm like, oh, there's there's Malekith. Cause... Did we talk about the Asgard box coming out yet? No, yeah, and then we've got another, oh, right. another group coming out box, uh, the As Asgards with Thor, Valkyrie, Loki, and Hela, correct? Oh, yeah, I know we hadn't talked about it, because on the last podcast where I wasn't there, but I listened to it, Fred said... I don't think they're going to do an Asgard box. That's exactly That's right. What That's right. Yep, uh, I did say that and and uh the I currently day, the, yeah, when, uh, the very next day they threw a big bunch of egg on my face. It was uh, it was a good time. It was a good time for the I'm I I was wrong and I'm a dumb dumb. Eh, I mean you just were you took a stab in the dark and uh you he did follow his statement with, but I could be wrong. That's true. But he kind of does that with like all his statements. So. True. Yeah, but but to be fair to me, all of my statements could be wrong. I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I was kind of interested. I really kind of thought they might do two different Asgard boxes and split up good guys and bad guys. Um, and just have three, I guess, Thor, Valkyrie, um... Angela box and then a Enchantress Loki Hella box. Uh, I thought that would have been kind of neat. It would have been a good way for them to squeeze more money out of people, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. I, I like the the four set because the four set's kind of awkward because like when you play Asgard, you don't really need Loki or Hella, especially now. So yeah, that's uh, that was my take too. Is I, I mean we have not talked about Loki or Hella. But uh, 
the Asgardians, I mean, we're uh, spoilers for what we're going to talk about coming up later. They just got some new stuff that's quite good. Yes. Uh, and none of it is in that box. Supergiant? Are you talking about Supergiant? That is not, uh, that's not what we're talking about at all, actually. But good try. Uh, but it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of interesting because exactly what you're saying, because it's like, but again, like, even before, like, Hella barely made your roster. Like, Loki was playable. Like, and don't get me wrong, because Loki yeah. Was, yeah. But yeah. Loki's really hard to play with the stone because then it's like, okay, so you have to play him over Angela, and then it's like, is he ever really better than Angela? But now, I I just don't know if you ever play him. Um, well, I mean, you may use him in different affiliations. Yeah, in my I don't know. In my list that I have for Asgard uh, currently put together, I do have Loki still in it. Uh, Hela is not in it, but Loki is in it. I think he's. I mean, I think there is situation. I don't have him with the stone because I think. I don't want the extra point, um, which is probably wrong, to be honest. Um, but at the same time, I think it's, uh, I think he's still, God of Mischief is still really good. Um, Trickster's still really good. Um, having three different attacks that are all different uh, types is pretty good. So he, I think he still has a place in the roster. I just, I don't know when I'm ever going to play him, but. That's you know, either here or there. So, all right. Well, Brad, uh, you got uh, any news and updates for us with Cerebro? No, I haven't really got a chance to fool with anything. Coming up, I'm going to separate the throw tags to character throw or terrain throw. You'll still be able to search for throw um, if you just want everyone with a throw and uh someone suggested adding that was a suggestion i liked it someone else suggested that um you had the ranges for the attacks on there which i thought was a pretty good idea if you're looking for a range five attack that'll be searchable and i got other stuff on my list to do but nothing i have done recently i've been out of town I probably shouldn't be in charge of anything. All right, uh, Hobby, anything, anyone got any new stuff they've been picking up? New stuff they put together? Anything uh, cool I, going on? I have a couple things that I've put together. Um, I just recently put together Black Swan, uh, and I put her on the table, uh, and and I like this model a lot. It's a very cool... I I, I didn't realize it in the video or the pictures released, but she is ripping a robot in half in her pose. It's, it's a very cool pose. Uh, and the model's just real good. Uh, uh, well, I'm dumb. What did you think was in her hand? I guess. Is my... uh, hey, 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 Brandon, we've been talking for a while. I've been on a lot of episodes. When have you thought that I was in any way capable of paying attention to anything? I'm I'm a I'm a dumb dumb. I'm a dumb dumb who loves this shit. And I it, I, I think this model is great. This is a good model. Well, I just got my pack of um Supergiant Black Swan today. So I haven't got to do anything with them yet except take the cards out of the box. I did put together a Quinjet though. That <laughs> yes, model that model's big. How do you like playing on that table? Uh, well, when some dumbass puts it in the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, puts it exactly where a token needs to go, and a token's not going to sit on it. So well, I have to it, move it. it, and then it's in my deployment zone, right in the way of me grabbing my dice. It kind of sucks. In, in some dumbass's defense... It's hard to put that on the table without it going in a place where a token should go. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. <laughs> uh, that yeah, part's I, true. I did notice that when because uh, I showed up uh, late and I was looking and I was like, "That is obnoxious." It's big. 
Yeah, like that was it's pretty It should have been it should have been size five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was And it uh, should be throwable. That yeah, I mean that's just yeah, I just make a size if it says it's five size four, just make a size four and throwable and just move on for your life, like Yeah. Let someone throw it and get it out of there. It's not in the way anymore. I have another piece of, of hobby news. Uh, she who tolerates living with me has painted up a couple of my models. Uh, and she has finished my Mysterio model. And it is, it's pretty good. Like it's, it's, I look forward to putting this on the table and watching Whoa. as everyone shits a brick when I have a painted model. Yeah. I look forward to seeing that, Fred. <laughs> now you can no longer you're on my level of having selected painted models and not all of them because who needs all of your models painted That's kind me of I mean to be fair all the people who have like painting talent That's true. Fred you could learn to paint you... anybody can learn to paint <laughs> they've been telling me that for years and here I am yeah same how, how much have you tried me I have stuff to do it and have you tried I didn't say that <laughs> me I'm in a, essentially the same boat <laughs> but there's lots of stuff I mean I'm sure I could honestly the big thing for me is just time I feel like it's pretty time consuming. I have too much ADHD. Like it's like a perfectionist mentality, and it's it's rough. That's it's so it's hard to do kind of some things. But uh, did you guys pick up the card pack that came out? Yeah, I did. I uh, didn't. Uh, I probably should, but I have not picked it up. Uh, I I currently have the. Too, right? The what? You picked up something else instead, right? I picked up the Black Order kit. Yeah. So that's always worthwhile. And and you got Black Swan in Super... Yeah, and, super and Super Giant, Giant. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of those models has been built. And uh, I, uh, I also put together Black Dwarf, which that is a cool model, too. Uh, a sweet model. It's awesome. A very cool model. Very good. And, yeah. Uh, we should. Can we uh, start talking about our games? Because I, we've the, we've played a couple. Games. games there, Fred. That you just yeah. Right I just walked account. right over. Well, yeah. Fred, Fred, before you go, let's just do Wednesday first. Okay. Okay. So Wednesday we had a two-round four-person tournament. Um, out of the three of us, I'm the only one that played in it, and both my games were recorded, so watch them on YouTube. Now you can go, Fred. <laughs> uh, I was unable to make it on Wednesday uh, because I was out of town for work. Uh, but today, uh, we are, uh, and to, to lift the veil a little bit, we were recording this late uh, because we've had some scheduling difficulties this week. Uh, but uh, we played a tournament, and it was uh, uh, Brad ran this tournament, and it was our monthly shop wide. And uh, some of the folks from uh, oh god, Pittsburgh. what's it called? Founders Forge? Is that correct? Yeah. Well, I mean, one of them. I think that's the only place he plays. But Less and Savage, I think, play just kind of wherever up there. Okay. Uh, some of those folks came down, and we had us a good old tournament today. And it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Is that because uh, you actually did good? Or... Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, I got second. Who's... I, uh, I'm shocked. Les I'm got shocked. first. Red got second. That's not I got Congratu Congratulations that is to shocking. Les. Uh, let's yeah, less did great. We'll see. We will. We will definitely see whether um, he listens to the whole thing or just watches YouTube now. That's true. That's true. But uh, awesome. It was. It was great to meet everybody that came down. Um, you know, it seemed like everybody had a pretty good. What time. place did you get, uh, Brandon? I uh, took the place of sleeping in my bed just a little bit too late and missing the tournament like a champ. Um, but uh, I was undefeated, so whatever. 
Can't lose if you don't play, friends. Can't lose if you don't play. Yeah, I mean, that's one way to look at it. It was, uh, uh, how'd you do there, Brad? I got third. I went two and one. Yeah, I did My two. only loss was to Les. Same as Fred. Yep, same. Uh, so, uh, in my games, I was playing a uh, Shadowland Daredevil slash Green Goblin list uh, that was a horrible amalgam of just beady characters. And it was fun as hell to play and shockingly effective sometimes. Uh, and I played against Savage my second round. And in this game... Uh, I was down at one point, I think, uh, something in the order of 6 to 13. I was 6, and he was at 13. And in one round, I scored the field and almost caught up. And then I was in the final round of the game. I, uh, Lizard was holding on to the senator, and Lizard had one hit point remaining, one health. Uh, and he had Winter Soldier on the field, and his Winter Soldier managed to completely whiff in an attack against... Not Lizard. an attack. In three attacks. Attacks. Yeah, it was a case of he was going to end up getting three... It, it should have been four if he had even gotten uh, any hits at all in the first roll, but he rolled all blanks in his first shot and then in his second shot he rolled a uh, uh, a triggering hit but I blocked it and then in the fourth shot he rolled skull skull shield shield and it was a case of just dice screwed him out of uh, an all out victory and I pulled out a win by the by one stamina point on lizard felt real good it was a real tight game it was very close What about you, I'm Brad? I'm talking about a couple of my games. Um, the first game, uh, played against Les, and he asked him if he was ready to reveal his mom's. He said, yeah, I'm playing Magneto, Juggernaut, as I expected, and Hulk. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I was playing X-Men. I had six X-Men on the field at the, at the start. By the end, I had two. He still had oh, all dear. three of his models. Kind of surprised um, he had two left. I'm actually surprised that number wasn't lower. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was rough. Um, yeah, it it, it was rough. Um, he got enough ahead that when I was then at the end scoring more than he was, um, it wasn't quite enough. So the last turn, I scored four to his three which put him at 17 and me at 16. So he pulled that out. Second game against um, CJ's Web Warriors. Um, this one went pretty heavily my way on just killing his stuff. So uh, I got ahead quickly and stayed ahead and won it. And then last round I played Michael, who's playing Cabal. Um, My God. If I had not killed Venom with Storm when I did, I think I would have lost that game. Uh, but, I mean, Beast and X23 are, I mean, fabulous, and they pulled it out for me. Mike on. Nice. That's, it. That's all I need to say about my games. They're fun. Yeah. Had a blast. Well, that's yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, any anyone who's listening, uh, who lives in the general vicinity of of West Virginia, you should come down to one of our tournaments because they're a lot of fun. We have fun. We we we. If, if you're uh, if you are willing to drive to Charleston, West Virginia, please come. Yeah. For, and uh, Brad, will we would love to you. have you. <laughs> Brandon's pimping out Brad now. <laughs> you get to meet Fred, and Brad will buy you dinner. Um, I I don't know what else more you would need, to be honest. <laughs> sounds like a win-win for everybody, and I don't see any negative here. So, yeah, of course you don't. 
I don't. So I will. Uh, the only games I've got to play the last week, I played uh, some Pokemon on Friday. Uh, I played uh, a Regigigas deck versus Lilligant and uh, my Mew deck versus Lilligant. Um, I won one of those games, lost the other. Uh, that's about all I got for games played. I've, I've been taking a little bit of a break recently from playing uh, most everything. Uh, just kind of recuperating and caught up on life and stuff so uh, should be back to playing here soon uh, I've got a couple lists that are actually intriguing that make me want to play a little bit so we'll probably I'll actually be able to contribute in the future more right. to this section than uh, just talking about random games of Pokemon that I've played uh, you know are any of your list as good as Borka's new list uh, no, I don't, but I feel like I will be the first one to lose to Borka's new list. Mm. So. I mean, he, he, you and I both lose against him all the time, so it might be a race. Uh, uh, I uh, I want to go back for a second to to your Pokemon decks. I was uh, I was gonna make fun of of you and and not and pretend that I don't understand exactly what those model what those Pokemon are, but I do. I'm I I love Pokemon as well. I just I haven't played the card game. Well, Fred, I will willingly teach you how to play the card game at any point in time. It's very simple. It's very fun. And it is very, it, as far as card games go, um, as far as like, so like the major card games, you have like Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, uh, Digimon, um, and then some online variants, Hearthstone, stuff like that. Um, to be honest, Pokemon is by far the most affordable to play competitively. Um, well, I'm I'm not going to be playing it competitively. No, I I will take you up on that offer, though. I would I I wouldn't hate learning how to play it. I I do like card games, and I have not played one in a while. Yeah, someone who uh, religiously will uh, buy random stuff in the middle of the night, um, and has woken up to like anywhere from three to like seven hundred dollars missing from their bank account because they decided to buy a new Magic deck in the middle of the night. Um, oh, oh. A couple, about a week ago, I basically one night decided to build three different Pokemon decks, and it was $99 for all of them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and, that's... And they were all... Would all be considered, like, Tier 1 or Tier 2, like, in the current meta. So, like, it wasn't like I got, like, bad decks. Like, it was just, like... It's just a very affordable card game. So, if you're looking for a card game to get into and, uh, you know... You grew up with Pokemon. It's um, always a thing, and it's way funner to open Pokemon cards than it is like any other. If you ask me, that's fair. Speaking that's of fair. games that aren't MCP that we should play, I got a shipping notice for my X Men United game today. Oh. Ooh. Uh, so I'm gonna have like a ton of characters and a ton of bad guys to play with. Right. That game's fun. So I'm okay. going to be bringing it to MCP night for, you know, that hangout time after we've played our games. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd definitely be cool with doing that. Like I said, yeah, like, and there's nothing wrong. MCP is absolutely great, but, you know. With other games are also there. great. Yeah, yeah, other games are also good. Yeah, there's, we're not living in a world that, like, there's only one game that we play. You know, we, we play different games, and we love different things. And like I said, in... And we've talked about it before. I think we talked about it last week. Um, Legion's got a ton of new stuff coming out. So, uh, you'll True. Probably, you'll probably hear us mention Legion um, in the hobby talk, you know, coming forward. A uh, lot, of, lot of stuff coming out, a lot of cool stuff during Star Wars. So, All right. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think that's thing. We're going to take a little break here. Um, we'll come back and we'll go over Heimdall the All-Seeing. Oh boy. Alright everybody, welcome back to the character review portion of the podcast. Uh, with me, as always, as no one has no one has abandoned me except for Jared, who did abandon us. Uh, we got Fred, Brad, and Brandon again, here again, reviewing here. Heimdall the All-Seeing. 
So Heimdall the All-Seeing is a three-threat character with six health on his healthy side. Uh, defenses are threes across the board. Uh, two attacks, both range two. The first uh, is a range two strike that's five dice that gains power equal to the damage de dealt. Uh, the second uh, would be his spender. For three power, he gets a seven dice range two uh, attack that if the attack deals damage after the attackers all the character may push this character may push target character away medium uh, very important that there's no size restriction on that so we can push any character away medium which is uh really Cute. strong yeah that's that's uh really really good uh the range two is kind of the i guess the restrictive part of that i mean if it was range three it would be uh probably busted and then you have uh, for we have a one superpower uh, and then two reactive superpowers for the regular superpower we have guardian of the bifrost for three power this character this character or another allied character within four and place it within two of its current position and you can only place one character with that once per turn uh, no character each character can only be placed once yeah that's what I said I just confused a word there uh, okay. So the cool thing about that is you can move multiple characters um, yes. within two of their thing. and you, So it's not with just once per turn. Uh, the superpower can only be used once per turn, and a character can only be placed once per turn, which is really strong. Uh, and we have All-Seeing Eyes. The first reactive superpower for two power reads, When an allied character within three is attacking, defending, or dodging during the modified dice step, this character may use the superpower. The allied character may re-roll up to two of its own dice. Alternatively, when an allied character is within three rolls dice for a crisis card or team tactics card, this character may use the superpower. The allied character may roll re-roll up to two of its own dice. Um, seems interesting. I like that uh, for the crisis card. Is this the first time we've been able to re-roll dice for a crisis? Yeah, I, I think it is, and... Having just recently played a game of uh, of Alien Core, that is is good. so good. That yeah. is so good. Especially oh my! Asgard giving Angela some rerolls to grab the core and then boots could boogie away from everything. Uh, also, while we're talking about Asgard, likes to play the page of flips because they all get an extra power anyway. And so rerolling dice for that's great too. Yeah, and then where he can just kind of give out rerolls is uh, pretty good. Then we have Forfin for two powers, another reactive superpower. When an enemy character ends a movement within two of this character, this character may use this superpower immediately, makes a strike attack against the enemy characters. This superpower can only be used once per turn. Um, also, really good. He's very per. Kind of he's got that protective mentality. A lot of stuff going on on this card. He's got a, got a lot of defense, a lot of protecting himself, a lot of helping out. This, this Heimdall's doing a lot here. Um, he's and, also, and all of this, oh, oh, all of this in a in a three cost package. Yeah, for three threat, um, he is size two. He does move medium, so he's not even moving small. Um, which is my biggest beef with like any character in this game, if you haven't caught on that by now. Um, he does not have any changes on the backside. He goes down from 6 health to 5 health. Um, he is as guardian, so he's going to gain an extra power during the power phase. Um, all right, uh, Brad, what are your initial thoughts on how do we all see? Oh, uh, I love that you started with me because I was going to... <laughs> I'd already decided that I was going to be the one that said that he... Isn't as good. Uh, I he is great. Because Jared never starts with you, right? That's why. He is great. He's great, except he's never going to have the power you need to do all the things you want to do with him. Uh, range two strike means that he will mostly getting, be getting power from getting hit, not hitting people. And uh, so you'll get to do a little bit each turn, and that little bit will be good. But he will not get to do all this stuff. I think they play really well on cubes now. Uh, and getting you know Heimdall with a cube and getting three power a turn, 
um, really opens up because I'm not sure you need to do all of this on every turn. Um, I, I don't know how upfront he's going to be um, to need the forfin or really to attack. Um, I, I, I think every time I look at this character, I really want to be using All Seeing Eyes and Guardian of the Bifrost. I want to be moving Thor around so he can make two attack actions a turn. Moving but I don't, I don't even think you can do both of those each turn. You'll have to pick one or the other. Yeah. I, I, I think the way I anticipate playing him is moving him around with the Guardian of the Bifrost, and, you know, if he gets into the scrum, uh, then he'll, I, if he's in the scrum, he's going to probably have enough power because uh, five dice on a builder, you're probably, you know, I think you're, what, average is going to be one to two successes that get through. Um, so that gives you that five power a turn if you're playing, you know, cubes or something of that nature. I do think... Uh, I do. I get what you're saying. I think the power economy is definitely going to be a little bit restrictive. Yeah. We've seen this before. Um, but I think having those options, especially once he flips, I mean, if he flips and he has eight power. Uh, oh, yeah, you're happy for a while. Yeah, and honestly, I think you're happy for pretty well the rest of the game because I don't think – I think people are going to start playing around it. Then you can start using your all-seeing eyes and forfin more than you need to use Guardian of the Bifrost. And if you're playing a scenario where you don't have to Guardian of the Bifrost – uh, being able to all-seeing eyes or forfend every turn uh, seems really good. Fred, what do you what do you think? Do you, are you you more uh, with happy-go-lucky Brandon, or are you more with Debbie Downer Brad over here? I want uh, to also reiterate. I think he's good. I just don't think that he's going to do all those things. I, I, I'm with happy-go-lucky Brandon. If I'm to be perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So, uh, do you know how I see this? This is a toolbox that's sitting in your list that uh, uh, you only have so many hands that My you can gosh. do work with, and that's the amount of power he gets. But you may need a hammer. And so you grab that hammer and you use it Michael. and you may need a saw. So you grab that saw and you use it. Uh, that is what he is. He is like a, a, a bunch of different uses that is that are all good in your list. I look at this card and I want to I want to use this guy in in not even uh, Asgardian lists like a, a, a lot of this stuff is just universally useful. This is I'm I'm very happy with this model. I I I, I will be buying this model when he comes out, and I will be using him in even non-Asgardian lists. Fred, I'm I think Fred. I think that's pretty much going right along with what I'm advocating. Is you're gonna have to pick and choose what you do with him. I, I and I agree with you, and and I also agree with you that uh, he's not going to be able to do everything on his card every turn. Uh, but I mean that doesn't change the fact that he's got a lot of good stuff on his card, and a lot of it I'm going to be excited to use. He is options. The model. His model is he he is someone who gives you the ability to be more flexible with how you play the game and that is valuable well, it's, it's also really I, exciting because if you need a character if you need that movement shenanigans like you can dedicate him to that but he does other things so you're not feeling like you're wasting a spot on like because like lockjaw is one of the other characters that does that and lockjaw has seen a, a decent amount of play with just being able to do that heimdall hits pretty good and he also does a yeah. lot of other stuff so and and can we also talk about uh, one uh, this uh, the ability to to reroll rolls that you make for crisis cards? That is really good. That uh, that can change the course of a game absolutely. Yeah, if, getting, getting the last activation if you don't, because like every time I read that, all I want to do is have the last activation and. Pay, don't don't try to get like the core with Heimdall. Keep his power, and then you know activate an Angela last, and then getting to re-roll those dice to give her two attempts, uh, giving her two attempts because I would rather her have that Kree core than Heimdall. Uh, 
I think that's huge. I do. I, I'm, I'm with you on that, Fred. I think that's going to be, I think that's going to come up a lot. Uh, and I think it's going to be huge. Same thing with the dodging. Uh, having that reroll count for dodge rolls uh, is also something that's not common, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it not, rerolling it dodges not. is not very common. Yeah, so having that is going to be uh, pretty, pretty enticing, especially in its two. So it's not just one. Um, so being able to reroll two was seemingly uh, specific for the crisis card portion. Because um, I think all the yeah. crises are mostly two. Uh, I don't think there's any that are one, is there? There is. Sword base. Sword's one, right? Okay. Yeah. I knew there was one. And I actually think Asgard is great on 14 now uh, with pay to flips for sword. Uh, I think that's mm-hmm. something they're definitely really going to want to play. Uh, but we'll get to that later in the uh, review here. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm, there's not, nothing a whole lot. There's not, you know, anything I would have rather had. Um, two physical attacks is, again, physical is by far the most popular attack in the game. He's got uh, straight line defenses, which is pretty consistent on three-point models. Uh, the six and five health is very consistent with uh, three-point models. Um, cool art on both of these cards, which is pretty exciting. Uh, no real downsides, uh, nothing, the real drawback. Uh, you don't have a crazy expensive spender that makes no sense. Uh, all of the abilities are very useful. You don't have a small move. Um, it's just, it's just so crazy getting super giant as a three point model and then getting Heimdall uh, as a three point. I thought model. you were just gonna, I thought you were just gonna subtweet her the entire uh, time no, and not I, actually name her. I thought about it and I was, it, it's just, it's just crazy to me that you have these two models come out a month apart and one is just absolutely. <sighs> Listen. I just don't know how in production they looked at these two models and like, yep, yeah, these are the same threat level model and they should be the exact. I... Well, uh, I think that one of them is in Black Order and one of them is in Asgard. I think that that's where <laughs> that, that has came. a lot to do with it. Yeah, I think that that's what it is. And and uh, the, uh, this guy they were like, is As- Asgard needs a playable model and Black Order doesn't. Is uh... yeah. Yeah, I, mean, right, I think I think you nailed. Yeah, I guess that's. I mean, I, and that that may have been part of it. It's like we need to, we want to put out this model, but we don't want it to be busted. Uh, Asgard needs playable models. Let's give them a good one. Uh, it's just it just feels like we're so we're on a roller coaster recently of releases. It's like from the Shadowland Daredevil was like we got a great Shadowland Daredevil, we got a really good Nick Fury, and then it's like here's Electra, she's a pile of dog turns, and then it's like. Had, nothing came out between them and Supergiant, right? Well, Black Swan. Yeah, but... Black Swan. Yeah, and then we get Black Swan. He's really good. And then he's like, oh, here's a big pile of poop. And uh, that's like my biggest fear with Malekith. Uh, is so with this release, we're gonna get Heimdall and Skirts, and we get uh, Malekith, which I'm gonna bring up now because this model is gorgeous. Look at it in all its glory. Yeah. This guy is so. This is the cool. This model rocks. I want to play this. It looks like a Age of Sigmar model. It does, but Age of Sigmar is <laughs> pretty sweet. And yeah, and you're you're saying that as it's as if it's a negative. That is, this thing is cool. Yeah, and if you play Age of Sigmar, get this model and play it in Age of Sigmar. <laughs> so. But it's it is a fifty five dollar solo pack model, um, so you're definitely you're getting a fifty five dollar model. It looks like so this model looks like it's going to be really big and is freaking awesome. Um, I'm just really scared that with the convinced that we're going to get a really bad one, um, and then we've got we'll bring up Heimdall and all his glory. So also a really sweet model. I really love. Uh, um, I guess it's the Bifrost going around him. Yeah. So I really like that. And they, him and Scourge both have a very, I mean, most Asgardians do, but I really like the, they've really incorporated like the Viking look on them. Um, yeah. Gave them both. I, I do like that they did with both of them. 
Uh, both of those models are cool. We'll, Scourge is right here, but we'll show him off later. Um, this box does include two Team Tactics cards. Meet My Executioner and Weapons of Midgard. Uh, we have yet to see what those are. Um, They're both Scourge cards. They both could be Scourge cards. I uh, Meet My Executioner could be a Heimdall and Scourge card where Heimdall teleports Scourge. Um, that is my... If that's my guess. Oh, no. I doubt it's Heimdall. It could be it's, Hela. It'd be right. Hela. Yeah. I bet it is an Electra. I mean, not Electra. Enchantress. Yeah, Electra card. Yeah. No. It's not an I bet card. you. I bet you it's an Enchantress Scourge card. Yeah, that'd be that'd okay. be sweet. I like that. I like that idea. Is it kind of on the teleport side or just kind of the teleport would work? But I bet it's something with Enchantress and Scourge because they work together all the time in the comics. Yeah. Okay. So I, I like that. I like the idea of that, especially if it's a hero. I'm, I'm kind of. I guess I'm just hoping it's a heroes to hire, like a heroes to hire like card, where uh, in reality, it could be. Yeah. Or an additional attack or something cool. Uh, there's a lot of cool things. So hopefully we'll go over those as soon as those get spoiled. Uh, you get the and weapons of Midgard is probably a ranged attack for Scourge. Yeah, I would uh, also. Uh, we I would agree with that. It looks like they're both on small bases, so you'll get your two bases. Attack cards, two tactics cards, one Scourge and Heimdall miniature. This pack will be $39.99, released in Q3. I do believe, as mentioned previously, that it I, I believe the set release date is the 8th or the 15th of July. Um, so hopefully we'll get Heimdall and Scourge, as well as Malekith um, for those releases. Uh, and then Malekith. Uh, but back, back to Heimdall. Yeah, I think, I think Heimdall's really good. good. I think the models sweet. I think it's getting all, there's a lot of cool things you can probably do with that model. I, I think I guess I would, you know, if there's something I would, you know, want to add kind of wish they were, he was on like a medium base, but I mean, I mean, we can, we can wish for so many things. He's, he's got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. For more, but you know, I don't have any complaints with this model. Uh, I think everything is fairly costed. Uh, I think this was a very well done model. Um, you could say that for on his uh, spender that that probably sh that maybe should have been a wild trigger. Um, either one. I mean, I guess it's, there's some drawbacks. It's not an auto push. Uh, but with seven dice, uh, I mean, here, hopefully getting a damage, so you're probably feeling pretty bad. So. All right. Yeah. I don't. I I don't know if there's. I I I can't just say this guy's great. Buy him. <laughs> the, he's everything on here. I like. I like this. I like where we're at with this guy in 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 the game. This and a, this pack, though, I think even if you don't play Asgard, I think this pack is probably something worth buying. To have both these I models. agree. I think, I think both these models are going to fit in. Um, we can kind of segue this into the ratings and um, scoring section. I, I believe that both these models are very splashable. Um, oh, oh, we're, let's talk race. about just just Heimdall for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the same for buying the pack. I think this is definitely a pack that's you know worth picking up just. For that, I mean, he, he alone is very worth splashing. So I think it's, uh, but I'll let you, I'll let you go. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Fred. Oh no, you're good. Uh, so are we going into our rating section? Are we rating this boy? Yeah, let's. Brad, you got anything else you want to say about Heimdall before any last requests? Since you're the, the only thing, anything negative about him? The only thing I have to say further about Heimdall is I give him a B plus. B plus. All right. I was gonna let uh, Fred go first, but all right, you can go ahead. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, the uh, I, I I think that any semblance of a disagreement between Brad and I is is just next to nothing. We are inches apart because Semantics. I'm giving, uh, yeah, I'm giving him an A minus. Sure. So. <laughs> uh, and and because this, this is great, every uh, and he's three points too. Uh, 
I am I'm over the moon for this. I'm over the rainbow bridge for this guy. I yeah, I, I'm with you. I think uh, importantly, we know that he's we know he's Asgard. Uh, I I don't know if you play Asgard without him. Um, I think he's that good of a model. I think he hits hard enough. Uh, I am curious. I'm a little wary of just the range two attacks. I'm not sure how much he really wants to be up in the mix, but the with four fin, he can be that beat stick. I mean, every turn, there's turns where you can attack twice and have four power and then get to counter attack twice, um, which is super good. Well, um, only it's only once per per round, right? Once per turn. Turn. Once per turn. Oh, it's yeah, even he's even better. Yeah. He's even better. So <laughs> Each bad guy that walks in, you can do it. Yeah, so he can, you know, he can hold down a point and you try to come take it, he's going to whack you. Whap, whap. And you know, it's it's one of those where it's I I, I like him a lot. Um I I think he's very splashable. Uh, I think there are a lot of affiliations that can use the Guardian of the Bifrost ability. I think there are a lot of affiliations that want all-seeing eyes. I think there are a lot of affiliations that want Forfend. I think these are all three very different abilities that a lot of affiliations can use. Um, as Fred can say, playing uh, with Criminal Syndicate, I, I'm going to try him in Criminal Syndicate. I really like the idea of being able to just hold down a point, and when someone tries to come take it from you, he can just hit them. And he can hit them again, yeah. uh, giving them advantages of reroll dice for crisis and team tactics cards and dodges. Uh, I play criminal syndicate a lot different than Fred does. I do not like to attack people, um, so being able to have someone in my list that can hold down a point and allow me to reroll dice uh, is something um, I think deserves a little bit of credit. I I'm going to give him a solid A. Um, I'll be the high, high, high giver on this. I'm really high on Heimdall. Um, I'm really high on this box in general. I think they do a lot of really good things. Um, I, the A is, I, I'm optimistically cautious because I do the two, the range two attacks, um, could become kind of problematic. You kind of want to throw them in the mix, but I, I think if you can stay away from doing that and just use his abilities, I think that's oh yeah, and being able to move Kingpin up, yeah, I'm oh yeah, uh, it's Chef's kiss. Uh, the more you think about him, the more you can think of situations where he's gonna come in very handy. Yeah, oh yeah, and I'm definitely just like laying my my next segment on the our list segment. I've pretty much blew my load on that one. I guess uh, everyone knows what <laughs> that list is gonna be. So. Um, but before we get to that, uh, let's go into our comic section. Uh, Brad, what do you got for us today? Oh, I've got three suggestions for Heimdall. Um, I got it right here. The first one is uh, Journey into Mystery. Uh, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Mike off. Uh, actually, before I talk about this story, um, Stan Lee's very famous. Um mostly off the back of Jack Kirby, but I want to tell a quick Jack Kirby story in case people have not heard about it. And if you've seen, what was that? Um, uh, God, what's his name? He played Batman in the justice league movie. My uh, ben, uh, ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, the Ben Affleck movie where they go to Iraq and rescue those, it, it's Argo. 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 Is the movie. If, you've seen Argo if you've seen Argo, you've seen someone play Jack Kirby. Uh, when they were doing that fake movie to get those people out of Iraq, uh, or was Iran. it Iran? Sorry, yeah, it's Iran. Iran. Uh, they went to Jack Kirby, and he did the um, like the fake poster and the storyboards and stuff for that fake movie, uh, which is really neat. Anyway. Jack Kirby, awesome guy. Um, but Journey Through Mystery 104, uh, Thor decides to appoint someone as the guard of the Rainbow Bridge. And this is how Heimdall got the job. So he interviews and he nails the interview and, of course, starts guarding the bridge. But um, So that one takes place in the far, far past. Uh, next one is Thor... 351. This is by Walter Simonson, who wrote and drew it. Um, 
You might remember him from his entire run is what I told you to read for Thor. Um, so <laughs> uh, in 351, Heimdall is the last line of defense uh, against Surtur, who's coming to destroy uh, all of Asgard. So it's Heimdall versus Surtur. Uh, and then the final suggestion I have is a comic called Angela Asgard's Assassin. It's number three. And Kieran Gillen, Marguerite Bennett, Phil Jimenez, and Stephanie Hans all worked on this book. And Heimdall is engaged to marry someone. And this marriage it will um, give the Asgardians some new allies. Uh, but things don't go as well as they hoped for this whole marriage thing. So um, if you want the Heimdall get buried, uh, that one's for you. So those did are my suggestions. Say, did you say with that last one that it had Karen Gillen as one of the? No, 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 not Karen Gillen. Kieran Gillen. Okay. Uh, okay. He's. He is very bad about her being a famous star, though, because their <laughs> names are very similar. Their names are very similar. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I don't know what he looks like, but she's hot. So. <laughs> uh, that is, they're they're basically twins. They look so much alike. Hey, then he's no. hot too. So let's no, no, they don't look anything alike. All right, so now Fred, you're up, buddy. I, I, what are we not I'm, sharing my list? Well, we, we, we can the get, list section. We're gonna do that after Fred. I'm gonna give Fred some. Oh, okay. Right here, all right. The the thing right. is, go that, ahead, Fred. Everybody forgets about the list, and I'm the only one with a list. And, I have uh, a list. I, I I know I know, and I'm 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 very proud of you. You know what? I, I am. I'm proud of you. Someone else actually brought a list. Fred, you bring a list. Nope, right, I'm a piece buddy. of shit. <laughs> All right, buddy, you go ahead and take off, take over here. Uh, we'll put you on the pedestal, and you can uh, have your however long you need minutes of fame. Okay, well, uh, this is this is my non sequitur recommendation. So, um, this uh, the character of Heimdall is played famously by Idris Elba in the MCU, and. Uh, my uh, this is a little bit of backstory about me. I have a cat whose name is Idris. My God. And she was given that name by my mother, who who at the time that she got this cat, she was watching a British procedural crime drama called Luther, uh, which is one of the early roles that was played by Idris Elba. So my cat is named after Idris Elba. The reason I bring this up is because I am bringing a British procedural crime drama, uh, and it's one that is not Luther. It is called Broadchurch. Ooh, this is that's a good one. It is a good one. This is a good. This show is really good. Uh, I I remember I sat down and started watching this show. I believe that I was watching it on Netflix, but I don't know where you can find it right now. Uh, and I was hooked very quickly, and I binged the entire thing. Uh, this is a show that has a a former doctor and a will soon become the doctor uh, actor. And it's on Amazon Prime, by the way. It is on Amazon Prime. Okay, uh, and I can tell you right now, this show will keep you captivated for the entire run. It's a great show. Highly recommend. It is very uh, good. I'm glad that I've got someone in my corner for once. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be the end of my uh, non sequitur recommendation. Mike on. So you go ahead now, Brandon. All right. Keep us moving forward. All right. I'm going to take over here. I'm going to do my list first, uh, which is basically really similar. Um, this is going to be my traditional criminal syndicate list. Uh, that's my win-loss record. I don't haven't played that many games since I last updated it. Um, honestly, uh, it's, it's kind of iffy because I, I don't like to play more than three unaffiliated models. Um, I have Lizard, Black Dwarf, and Black Widow 
as my unaffiliated with Hood, Shadowland Daredevil, Omega Red, Mysterio, Kingpin, Bullseye, and Black Cat to round off the 10. Um, Kingpin is always the leader. Uh, this list is not set up to switch to Shadowland Daredevil. It's not set up to play Shadowland Daredevil as the leader. Um, in some Merry Christmas fantasy land that Heimdall was uh, affiliated with Criminal Syndicate, he would be perfect, but... In this list, I am probably going to replace two-point Black Widow uh, with three-point Heimdall as my first test. Uh, it's real hard for me to replace Lizard or Black Dwarf. Um, I also really like Heimdall with Black Dwarf. Um, yeah. That's neither here nor there. Um, I really like him a lot with Omega Red. He fits in really well with Kingpin. Um, just that little lineup and then yeah play um play it as just criminal syndicate squeeze them in as one of your three unaffiliated models and live your best life i think it's a really good place for them and uh i will be trying it out so uh yeah i ahead. think that uh heimdall goes real great with these thick boys yeah i, I do i agree i think he does a lot of really good things and allowing them to reroll dice i mean keeping kingpin alive is kind of the key uh, keeping characters healthy. I mean, there are games, uh, and I think Heimdall's really going to be able to step up in the first couple, couple turns. If he can keep a couple characters healthy and give you those extra points, I think you can really squeak out some victories um, just with um, those all-seeing eyes that he's got. All right, Brad. What's the list? What you got? What are you bringing for us Okay. Today? Okay. I'm going way out in the left field here. You should play Heimdall with Asgardians. Thor, Angela, Valkyrie, Executioner. Executioner? Yeah, Scourge, the Executioner. Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I also do have an Asgard uh, A-Force hybrid list uh, with Angela, Enchantress, Loki, Thor, Valkyrie, Winter Soldier, Okoye. Heimdall, Scourge, and She-Hulk, because having a Hulk is never a bad thing. Fact. Fact. But, yeah, but Heimdall, I, I am also kind of back to the ratings. We didn't, I didn't go too much in depth, because I, I think he's a slam dunk in Asgardians. Uh, I'm not sure you... I think you start every list with him. If you're playing them, I think you start with Thor and Heimdall. Um and then you kind of move on from there if you want, you know, your Valkyrie and Scourge, if you want Enchantress Angela. But I think you're always building off that eight-point core of Heimdall and Thor. Uh, at least the Thor we have now. I think that's... Yeah, I live in... The world I live in is... every When I play this list, I, I don't think I will ever not play Heimdall. Um I, I just he's he's I think he's that good. I don't know if he's gonna fall out of. I don't think you would. I don't think you're gonna play a game with him and be like, ah, you know what? I just don't <coughs> think he was the right pick. I, I don't I don't feel like that's a feeling you'll have with him, especially in a limited roster like Asgard. All right. Well, I think that about uh, sums it up. Heimdall's. Uh, Really good. Uh, Three-point model. Uh, I think he's really good. I think uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think uh, we could see we could live in a world where Heimdall might be considered the best three-point model. Ooh, yeah, I, uh, I, I uh, don't know if I agree, but I, I do think that he's way up there in, in that roster. Uh, I, it would be a if everybody agreed. <laughs> Fair. This is, Top five um, for sure. This is certainly one of our episodes where there's not a great deal of acrimony between us. <laughs> yeah, this is this is me, you know, being super over the top over a model like uh, Jared was over uh, Black Swan. Like Fred was over Black Swan. I was for some reason I was expecting you to say super giant there. Oh, which would have been really funny. I definitely that's the first one that came to my mind and I was like, That's not right. That's the bad one. <laughs> Is not at all the, <laughs> that is not at all the correct option there. So, <laughs> but 
this was fun. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you have any recommendations, um, definitely leave us a comment. Let us know. Um, check out our podcast available on all streaming services uh, that podcasts are normally found on. Um, if you have any, we've got a couple new models coming up. So if you do have another model you really want to see, leave us a comment. We will get to it. Uh, we've we're, we got a little bit probably you got a little bit of line, but as soon as we get caught up and you know they slow down on releases, we will get to those recommendations. But we want to know your thoughts. Do you agree with? Uh, do you agree with me? Come, you want to come sit on this limb with me, or uh, you know, are you pumping the brakes a little bit? So um, check us out. We're glad to have you, and uh, you guys have a great day and a, a good gaming. Have a good game. Have fun out there.